Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. A few years ago, someone here uh, asked me to write an article for the Focus on the Family magazine about a time I let my kid fail. And I wrote it and she said, actually, you rescued your child according to what you're telling me in here. And I said, oh, you're right. (laughs) I guess I didn't really let that child fail. I came in and swooped in and rescued them. Uh, You know, one of the hardest things that we as parents have to do is learn to let our kids fail. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta, who heads up the Focus on the Family uh, Parenting Department here. It is important, Danny, to give our kids space to succeed, of course, and also to fail. Um, And really, it's important for us to give them a sense of safety that they can fail and still be okay. That's a hard thing to do, though. Oh, that is really hard. As parents, when we see our our, our kids that we've, we've poured so much into uh, fail. And if we're really honest, sometimes we uh, take it upon ourselves. If they fail, then we're failing somehow. Yes. And, and that there's, there's no truth to that, really. And, and so really failure is about growing and growth. It's wonderful to feel success after failure. It makes it even sweeter. And so processing that with your kids and encouraging them after they've failed is is a very rich uh, journey yeah. with your kids as they continue to grow. And it gives them a growth mindset instead of that fixed mindset that if I don't have the talent, if I don't have the skill right away, I'm a failure. And it becomes more a, a part of their identity mm-hmm. if they failed. Yeah. But if you say, hey, this is just part of you growing up, they start to see that what they do is not part of their identity. It's it's who they are and who they bring to the table yeah. as they're growing. That's the identity. I appreciate that. And we're going to hear more encouragement from Dr. Kathy Cook now. She talked with Focus President Jim Daly and me about ways to help your kids take responsibility for their choices. Kathy, I have so many what I think are great questions for you. I mean, really, and we're going to try over the next couple of days to cover so much ground. But let's start with the biggest one of all. Why is it imperative for us as parents to capture and keep our children's hearts? Well, first, let me say thanks for allowing me to be back on the show because I love what you do here at Focus. And radio is an efficient way to be influential. And I do hope that moms and dads and grandparents and educators and aunts and uncles have stopped and are going to listen to what we're all about today Uh, You know, the relationship matters, right? If kids don't know that we care, they don't care what we know. That's for sure. And you've heard that before. It's not a T-shirt slogan. It's a a very true statement. And so the challenge, I think, for us in our busyness and in our um, chaotic culture, and we're overwhelmed, is how do we let our kids know that we really do care about their hearts and that they matter to us more than their behavior, more than their obedience, they matter to us. You, you know, Kathy, I'm thinking of the mom or dad, though, that we hear that. We're adults. We can rationalize that. We love our children, and uh, we want to love them beyond bad behavior. But I think the neon sign the child hears is it's all about my behavior. How do you realize that as a parent and still love your kid through bad stuff? Right. You know, it's being ever-present. It's a smile on your face. It's you know, a pat on the back. It's grace and mercy. It's, you know, we all have bad days. We all have bad days, right? Can we own that? Could we understand that parents have bad days? We spill our milk, if you will. (laughs) We, you know, get stopped at the red light and are running late and are frustrated and we speak out of turn somewhere. So we don't always 100% of the time act consistently. 
So let's give grace and space to our kids to be who they are. Um, always wanting something more. And we can talk on broadcast here about how to communicate hope in the midst of that and heartache. We're going to. Because I think that's a part of the issue. Who do we know they are? Who do we want them to be? Do we understand imperfection is a part of life, right? And it doesn't reflect badly on us. Like a lot of parents, I think, are when a child misbehaves, it's like, oh, I'm a bad parent. Well, that's the core problem. And then we parent out of that negativity and out of that fear and out of that guilt, right? Yeah. When we could have been the best of the best, setting our kids up with beautiful boundaries and with healthy expectations and lots of practical strategies to encourage them. And yet they're not going to always behave the way we want. Well, let's uh, yeah, we're going to take this step by step. Um, in your great book, Start With the Heart, uh, you mention a child wants to be known. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the core thing. How can we uh, really know our children? And then what are some practical ways to um, zero in on that, especially if we have more than one child. I mean, a household of three or four kids to know each child really well and intimately and then to parent accordingly rather than kind of efficiently. Ooh, that's a great way you worded that. Right. It's spending time with them one-on-one and, you know, asking questions on a regular basis on the bad days and the good days about, you know, what turns you on and what ticks you off and what are your interests and what are your passions. And if you could go to the library and choose any book, what would you choose and why? And if you went to the mall or the shops in the area, what store would you go to and why? And asking a variety of questions about a variety of things, interests and talents and strengths and weaknesses, and even taking notes and having a kid say, why did you write that down, Mom? Well, because I want to remember that you're interested right now in that. So if I run across an idea related to that as I'm out and about, I want to capture that idea for you so we can talk about it more. You know, I love knowing that about you. You know, as kids are older, it's essential when we look at high school electives and post-high school decision-making, do we know who they are? So I think it's um, good questions. And it's also letting them ask us questions. Mm. So it's not an interrogation, but it's the family dynamic. Do we know each other? And dad, when you were my age, what did you like doing in your spare time? Right. And are we available to their questions so that they also get to know us? Now, that's a good discussion. You also mentioned the, the critical nature of resiliency. I so appreciate that because I think for me in my childhood, that resonates. I had to be resilient, being mm. an orphan kid and the stuff I went through. And, you know, it, it probably is what gives me hope, even though my teen boys sometimes irritate me and do some things. I have a little more laid back attitude about it. It's probably because of my experience, you know, that resiliency counts. And part of the way you, you become resilient is you overcome obstacles, right? Exactly, Jim. So resiliency, choosing to bounce back quickly from despair, trauma, disappointment. It's a choice. It's a part of character. And it's learned, and it's learned when you're allowed to struggle. Or so, have to. Or have to. Or that's <laughs> true. Case. So, right. So parents who quickly rescue, and I, I get this, right? It's not easy for a parent or an educator to watch a child struggle. You know, you don't want your kids to be unhappy. I respect that. And yet we know what we know, and that is that when kids overcome difficulties on their own and with the assistance of someone, they feel better about themselves. So you discover character, you discover your strengths and your talents and the, the healthy part of who you are. And you know what? Because, and here's the thing, you guys, I want children to overcome trauma in the safety of your home. And if we continue to rescue and never let them struggle, the day they struggle when they're out and about, they're going to crash and burn. It's going to be catastrophic. It could be. Yeah. It could be. And we probably all know those stories. So I want to encourage the parents to, if you will, 
keep their mouth shut sometimes and sit on their hands and just let the kids suffer the consequences of the choices. And that's powerful language, by the way. It was your choice to forget you had a test. No, 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 I didn't mean, no, it was your choice. That's a very powerful word. And that's a theme in the book is that to help kids own and be responsible for both the strengths and the challenges that exist in the world or in their situation. So um, it was your choice to forget. It was your choice to rush. It was your choice. You know, those kinds of things are really, really important. And that allows us to have a deeper conversation, I think. You know, I so appreciate Dr. Kathy Cook. She brings such great wisdom and uh, really emphasized that, you know, sometimes we as adults make our own mistakes and we've got to learn to own those um, what came to mind, Danny, was that college scandal some time ago. Felicity Huffman uh, said something that just really struck me. She said, I should have trusted my daughter to score well on the SAT on her own to get into college, but I didn't. I paid a bribe for her to get into college. Mm. And um, a friend of the family said she blew up her relationship with her daughter over that. Her daughter was like, I can't trust you anymore. And so I just think we have to own our stuff. We got to model that as parents for our kids. Um, a little grace here for all of us because we all mess up, but um, relationship has to come first. We have to keep that foremost, don't we? We do. Uh, it's easy to go to rules first because it's uh, it creates structure and, and grace uh, takes you into the messiness of relationship and the depths of love in a relationship. And many times as parents... We need that. That's why we need more than ever when you're a parent uh, the lessons from our kids on what it means to be loved by grace by Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And we, there, there's no greater picture than when you're a parent to your own child and you're offering that grace to your child, the grace you're being offered from your Heavenly Father and then from your spouse too yeah. because we have imperfections. We're tired. We're sometimes bored. Sometimes we have things on our mind. We have priorities. We run over uh, emotionally run over our family sometimes. Mm. And uh, there, there's there's always competing priorities as parents. And kids begin to get that slowly as they become teenagers and then college students. They begin to understand, wow, you have to manage a lot. And grace begins to grow in a child towards the parent's role, yeah. which is great. And those lead to deep conversations between parents. But really, kids will not always do the right thing. And sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll really mess things up. And the way you enter that will, be, will make a big difference in the way they experience you and the way they experience grace. But also the goal is to not go to shame because that is not helpful for anyone. Okay, so my kid just messed up. I mean, at school or on the swim team or whatever it is, they, they, they messed up pretty yeah. publicly. So give me some coaching. How do I enter into their world, emphasize the relationship, and not do the shaming thing? Yeah, at first you, you you point out that you love your child. I love you tons, and you know that, right? And I'll say, yes, I, I know that. Uh, I, I did not agree, or I'm, I, I am disappointed with the, the decision you made. It's not you're a bad boy or a bad girl. I'm disappointed with the decision you made there. Help me understand the decision and why you did that. Just help me understand it. Well, Dad, I wasn't wasn't really thinking. Mom, okay. So what have you learned from that that you're going to do differently next time so that you're not left there not thinking? Yeah. And you, is What's there, your plan? Yeah, how, how, can I, how can I help you as a dad with that so you don't make the same mistake again? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that's the goal. It's helping them succeed in the future, not get not park on the mistake that they made. Yeah, I think there's a season, and I was certainly guilty of this, where I didn't tell my parents anything because I didn't want them to tell me anything, right? I know mm. how to do this. I can do this. But we want to encourage you to enter into your child's world. And as Dr. Cook said, uh, capture your kid's heart. Help them understand good and godly character. Uh, certainly uh, a great resource for kind of guiding you in that would be Dr. Cook's book, Start With the Heart. Um, it's a great resource. We're going to send that to you when you make a generous donation of any amount, either a pledge on a monthly basis or a one-time gift. Um, you can do so online or give us a call. Details are in the show notes. And then let me just say we have a team of fantastic counselors here. Uh, they'd be happy to talk through things if you're really struggling. If your kid did something that really hurts you or has affected the family really seriously and you're not sure where to start to begin to unpack that, give us a call and let those counselors help you. Next time, more from Dr. Kathy Cook about building up your child's character. And for now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.